for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Fall Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Blasey, and this is episode number 97. And on today's podcast, I am joined by Dave Thomas of Bowhunter Planet. And what we're going to do is we're going to break down the flagship bows for 2020 from Bowtech, Matthews, Expedition, and Hoyt. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. All right, we're back today, and today I have on the podcast Dave Thomas from Bowhunter Planet. Dave, welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Aaron. Yeah, no problem. I, you know, I, I've been watching your guys' stuff on YouTube and, and really got intrigued by your bow reviews, and I want to cover some bows today because you guys really get in-depth with these bows, you know, the two, 2020 bows. You got in depth with the, you know, the Hoyts and the, the the Matthews and the Elites, all that stuff, and I really want to dive a little bit into that and see what we can uh, get accomplished today. How's that sound? Sounds fun to me. Well, in the uh, short version of Bowhunter Planet, because I know we're kind of strapped for some time, can you kind of give everybody a rundown of what Bowhunter Planet is? Yeah, no problem. Uh, so Bowhunter Planet started in 2009, um, and since then we've been doing uh, a lot of product reviews and uh built a community around that people seem to um really like that idea of just you know having the community as well as having these products that they could learn about but basically started as a youtube page that uh, um just basically reviewed products i mean like if you think of any market today you can go online right everybody looks on youtube for something whether it's a new keyboard a video game whatever there's videos out there now, but when I started, it wasn't like that in 2009. It was for bow reviews. There's only maybe one other bow review house, maybe two that did anything like what we were doing. And, uh, so from there, it just kind of dwarfed into all sorts of things from uh, hunting shows to podcasts, uh, um, just tons of great stuff. But in the end, we still stick to our show and our podcast. Nice. Yeah. And if anybody hasn't listened to the bow hunter, planet podcast you need to go listen to it because it's uh it's pretty comical i like listen to it so and there's some good information on there but uh so today i want to get in let's 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 get right off the bat here let's start with the 2020 bowtech uh revolt and revolt x so when you guys did the review on this what were your thoughts on this bow and kind of maybe lay down some specs if you have them in front of you and can do that yeah 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 so um we got the Bowtech before it launched. That was actually exciting. I always love when companies trust us enough. We sign NDAs, obviously, with most of them. We have one on file already. But um, it's really nice when they trust you enough to give you the bow up front. Um, so it put Bowtech and us go back now about four or five years. And uh, we made some really good relationships there. And they, they do a lot of work with us, which is great. And not just in the bow reviews. They'll, they'll have us do some extra shoots for them, to go do some photos for them. So it's really nice that the relationship has been there um with them now that being said with their bows it was this bow for me the revolt was interesting for me because they uh, i didn't think they could beat their other bows is my point i'm not just saying that like i know it sounds like oh whatever it's just because it's an xx bow no the ss was an amazing bow the ss i took down to texas i was invited to texas this past year with faradine outdoors faradine invited me out there test out their rage products 
some of their other stuff, their, their Carb Express arrows. They invited us down there. Not us, I should say, just me, but <laughs> the guys <laughs> wish they could have went. So they invited me to Texas to go on a hunt with um, uh, Lazy CK Ranch Hunt. It was it was absolutely amazing. And uh, special thanks, Faraday, for doing that and inviting me to that. But I took that boat on that hunt, so the Realm SS. And it was unbelievable. In fact, I outshot everybody at that camp, which was crazy. <laughs> I killed four animals. I went four for four with like hard shots. I mean, it was literally uh, unreal. So I came back just, you know, sending them messages like this is unbelievable. You know, it was just, and the reason I say that it had a very smooth draw cycle. It was easy to hold back. You could hold it all day, the, the realm SS. And so, um, I, to me, that was checked off five stars, you know, tried and true. I didn't really need to shoot it again, right? But I still did, and that was the funny part. In the full, in the bow season, I ended up using it because I was having a hard time putting it down because of that. And I'm not the kind of person that shoots one bow the whole year. I usually shoot literally five different bows throughout a year just because I want to test the different things. Right. And I have the time and we have the bow, so it doesn't make sense not to. Yep. So anyhow, I'll try to go a little faster. Sorry. So the no, results came out. And I was blown away. Like, I was like, are you freaking serious right now? Like, this bow is even nicer than the – I mean, it was literally the hardest thing for me to chew on because I couldn't believe it. And um, I, I was – a, you know, when I shot it, I was literally – I mean, we don't show everything in the videos, but I was literally jaw-dropped that the bow would be even nicer. And one of the things that intrigued me most about the Revolt, 30-inch um, axle axle, so it was very small – um, their IBO was 335, so it still had the speed to it. But the biggest thing that blew me away was the brace height at seven and a quarter inches. Now, when we talk about a brace height that large, you have we haven't really seen that since the Matthew switchback. Yep, that was a very large brace. Height. I think want to say eight inches or more. So to get for away from six and in five, five and a half, six, six and a half, and push past seven was like mind blowing to me. So and that made me super excited because generally. If it, you have a bigger brace height, the, the arrow comes gets out of your bow faster so that you are, you know, if you're shaking or get buck fever or something, it's going to help you just a little bit. But it could be enough to make the shot. So the Revolt and the Revolt X to me were just amazing bows this year. I haven't done my yet until later in the year. I'll probably do a 2020 top five type thing. This bow will definitely be in the top five. Okay. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. So what's the difference between the Revolt and the Revolt X then? Yeah, so the Revolt X is going to add a little bit of um, – it's going to shorten your brace height, and it's going to add axle to axle. Okay. So basically, as you stretch the bow, right, yep. the brace height's going to come in because you don't have a choice. So it goes from the, to a 33-inch axle to axle, 6.5-inch uh, brace height, which is still good. The 6.5 is more normal that we would see like an SR6 yep. um, or any other brand. Most brands do a 6, 6.5 generally. So that's why I was blown away when I saw that 7. That's but really cool. Pretty cool. You know, so I was reading up on on some of their their new stuff on this bow, and I'm big into tuning bows and working on bows, and I see that they have a deadlock system, which looks really intriguing to me. I did not dive into it because I wanted to hear it from you first. What yeah, is this yeah. deadlock system? So deadlock is the just the whole word itself, deadlock. So it locks every every aspect can be locked in place where it can't get loose or anything. And what they did basically is they made it to where their cam can do all the adjustments for you. So um, a lot of people will tune a bow, right? So if you're a bow person, you know how to tune a bow. You start playing with the cams. You have to do all this stuff. But in the end, the deadlock system allowed them to tune the bow by moving, sliding the cams over left and right 
um, and then locking them in. And so that's how you would tune the bow instead of have to manually take everything apart and gotcha. refit it. Okay. Um, so it changed the industry, in my opinion, when they launched this. Uh, this was something that I, I have not seen before. I, I'm pretty sure it's new technology, but I have never actually seen something like that. Okay. Yeah. And that, the, what it looks like the pictures on the website looks pretty interesting. I might have to look more into that cause I, I'm a, I'm a geek when it comes to bow tuning. So I want to know a little bit more about that. Um, For lastly, sure. and that's, it's definitely something you'll need to kind of deep dive cause you're going to want to understand if it works or doesn't work in your mind. For sure. A lot of archers who are techs, um, so far from what I've heard, they like it. They, it's going to work. It's, it's, you know, it's going to work. So, <laughs> and what we've seen, they've already put it on the Reckoning 38 last year here. This actually might've been the 2020. So in, in, uh, a lot of our guys were saying that, oh, you know, I can only see this eventually moving to the hunting bows, which made sense to me. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And, and then I see that it, they offer 13 different, you know, like colors and camos. I see it. Like yes, you, can, you see that. You, there's a, there's <laughs> and, a wide uh, variety of things you can get on this thing. Yes, and they added this Woodlands, which a lot of people are pumped about, this Woodlands camo. Um, the it's old basically, school. Yes, it's basically the old school general general camo that you would see on like hunting hats or... You like army like camo, a, wasn't it? Army camo, yeah, that's yeah, an example. Yep. Yep. It looks like Woodlands is basically army camo. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But people are pumped about that. Um, not to mention the Opni fades, which look absolutely stunning. Um they got, I believe, yep, Cryptex still here. Uh, and I think they, they brought in Realtree back. So you, I don't know if you know, but Botech used to only have Mossio yep. a few years back. Yep. So now there's been a, uh, a push with uh, Realtree again, which is great. Love to see it. Um, you know, my opinion is the industry, you know, companies like this need to be working together. It makes For no sure. sense. But they did launch a Smoke Gray that looks phenomenal. Yep. If you haven't seen that, look at that one. It looks really cool. So what does this bow end up pricing out at? Do you have that in front of you? Uh, I think this bow is eleven ninety nine. I'm not positive though. Okay. It's either nine 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 or eleven ninety nine. Gotcha. Uh, I'm looking on their website to try to find it for you, but I don't see it. MSRP is not on here that I can see. But I would assume it's eleven ninety nine. Gotcha. Most of these bows are in that price point nowadays. I think Obsession might be nine ninety nine. Yep. Okay. Um, Expedition might be nine ninety nine, but I'm pretty sure uh, right around that price point. Cool. These are again the premiums. Generally, when we do these bow reviews, they always send the premium model. Gotcha. And, and okay. you know, we're trying to work on that actually with all the companies to get to a, you know, Hey, we still want to do the 500, right? <laughs> because right. some people can't afford it. You got to have some options. Yep, definitely. So let's move on here. Let's, uh, let's jump into the Matthews VXR here. And, and this is something that hits home to me because I shoot a, a 31 and a half. So I'm, I'm interested to see what you think about, uh, the 28 and the 31 and a half. Cause I haven't shot the 28 yet. So let's take it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so for Matthews, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to say good things about Matthews, honestly. They, yep. <laughs> they're really the kind of company that is the standard, that they've really done a lot of great things in this industry. And, you know, their bows have always been top-notch. I mean, there's no no doubt about it. And, there, and, it, and it speaks for itself, the amount of people who shoot their bows. Um, the VXR28, to me, is the bow. Like, I love the 28. So I, I am a short axle-axle kind of guy. When uh, Gearhead launched their bows, those tiny, tiny bows, at first I'm like, no way. I shot that bow and I was blown away how nice it shot. And so for me, uh, when I go back to Matthews, for me, they've always offered a 28 of some sort. And I I love that they do that. And um, this bow, this VXR, was a really, really good shooting bow. And I love the design. I love the cams. They have these huge cams on their bows that makes it look really cool. They have short limbs. 
Um, basically, they kind of created a new standard of bow. I don't yep. know if you've realized this, but Matthews is the first one to show these short limbs, huge cam. And now you see that kind of going across the industry, not everywhere, but you are seeing it. It's catching brands. on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this one it has a six inch brace. So it's right in the middle. But again, that's again, that's a standard size. And that's why I always said like six is around the, the area. But one of the things they launched that I thought was really cool um, is this uh, whole silent system where you can actually bring the bow up. Um, they have, they basically put this piece, this SCS piece, um, silent connect system, that's what it's called. Silent connect system, they put it built in. So you can use this for different things, whether right. it's a, uh, you want to mount your uh, strap to it to carry the bow out. You want to bring up the bow and down. You don't have to hook it to your cam no more. So it was really cool to see that kind of tech, like coming up with those ideas and using them. Yeah, to me that was like next level thinking. Like you know, Absolutely. all these all these bow companies are getting to the point where what are they going to come up with next that's going to be groundbreaking? Now I'm not saying this is groundbreaking, but this is like something that's like ah, like why didn't I think of that? You know, and it's Correct. I love yeah. it. I you know they offer the sling, you can get a sling for it, and they offer the the bow pull up rope, and it's. It's perfect. I mean, it's it's marketing it, and it's <laughs> and its functionality is great, and I I really enjoy that because uh, I haven't got to use that much this year because I got the bow late after launch, but uh, I'm excited to use it next year for sure. Yeah, I mean, in this bow, uh, 1099 MSRP. So th- I mean, to be honest, it's Matthews. I, you know, it's worth every penny of it. Oh, to for be honest. sure. So yep. there's no doubt in my mind. You know, again, all these bows are right in that price point anyway. So uh, 80 or 85% let off their offer on this bow, 25.5 to 30 inch draw lengths and up to 444 uh, feet per second, um, 4.44 pounds. And, uh, you know, again, uh, 28 is unbelievable. And, you know, they, they one thing is interesting to me about Matthews is the Ridge Reaper deal with yep. Under Armour. Yeah. I thought that was strange because Under Armour doesn't really work with many people. If you've noticed in the industry, you don't see them on a lot. So I thought it was interesting they still have that um, going. I thought that would have been gone a long time ago, right. to be honest. But that's still going, which is fine. But I just think it's interesting that they don't have that. But they do offer a stone color that is absolutely amazing Yep, and looks really cool. So really my cool. verdicts, I got a verdicts, and it's in stone, and it's looks so good. And then I'm like, that's my favorite-looking bow. And then I got the mm-hmm. VXR31 in a green ambush, and that green finish is – beautiful i mean it is the sexiest bow i think i've mm-hmm. ever had you know to this verdicts but i got the green ambush and they offer they don't offer as many as Bowtech, but they offer you know real tree and the optifades like you said you know like the sitka patterns and the under armor and then they the stone and the black so and they got a really cool look when when i look at these bows and and what they look like. They almost look like uh when you look like like at a Ferrari ad or something like that. They're just mm-hmm. clean, you know, and it, it that's what's cool to me as well is they just they're sexy and you, you just want to yeah, shoot them s- just because of the way they look, you know. I agree. They speak performance, they look at you know what I mean? Like yep. so but that's Matthews again. You you can't, you know, it, it's it, if you're going categories, you're 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 at a part where it's like you're buying a Cadillac, you're buying a Lexus, you're yep, buying a Mercedes, sure. right? You're in that range, and, and Matthews is absolutely the highest end of that range. And frankly, at a price that I think is about right. I yeah. mean, you're talking Hoyt carbon bows, seventeen hundred bucks. So yeah, that's realistically, hard. <laughs> it is. So realistically, if you want a premium bow that's not 
Carbon, this is pretty much, you know, this and Hoyt and Botec are at that top of that level right in there, you know. And yep. there's a whole bunch of other brands actually, elite other ones that do a great job too. But you know, it's a Matthews. So people have a certain love for Matthews and uh, Matthews deserves it. They've done a great job, no doubt yep. about it. Yeah, and to add a few things, just because I'm in the weeds with you know Matthews and shot him for a couple years now and you know, they have that engage grip back and that engage gauge mm, grip is really, yeah. really comfortable in the hand. I mean it's and they make it now to where you can kind of adjust it as well, I think, and and really get really fitted to yourself. And honestly, from the verdicts to the VXR thirty one, you know the VXR thirty one and a half. Sorry, it, it did go up an inch and a half in in uh, you know axle axle. But the brace sight, I think they're basically the same. I think they're both sixes. Um, the big difference, I guess you could say, is from my verdicts to that one is the VXR. When I get it back at full draw, I feel like I can hold it better, and that was mm-hmm. I think what they were going for. the The riser is actually longer, even though you know the axle axle is only an inch and a half longer. The riser is longer, and I just feel like when I get to full draw, I can hold it better. I don't know. Did you did you uh, pick on that at all? Yeah, I agree. I think I think the bow holds really well. The valley's great. Draw cycle's great. I love the um, the grip on this 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 bow is unreal, and then it has. I like how the grip actually, right where the shelf is, it actually comes up and over now yes. a little bit more. Yep. I love that. Um, but also, I think is cool. Uh, not to mention this cool riser, but they've over the last couple of bows they have this extra piece of riser that sticks out over the pocket of the bottom limb. Yep. Uh, to help stabilize the bow, it's almost like a built-in stabilizer in a way. Uh, but that thing just looks sick. Yeah, I think it does. And if you put the right accessories on this bow, it is like, what are you running as accessories on it? So I have the, I've got a 10 inch um, Matthew stabilizer off, stabilizer off the front. And then I run an eight inch uh, sidebar, a V bar off the back. And then my accessories, nice. as far as colors, um, you know, with the green ambush, I was going with that kind of OD green kind of look with a string. And then I, I, I love burnt orange. So the heat shrink on the string, I made it burnt orange. So it's got a little bit of orange to it, but I went more like sleek and kind of not so, you know, colorful, I guess it's, it's kind of like a darker green um, rest is black. My, you know, my sights black. So everything's just kind of more just low profile. But you yeah, can get he, you can get as loud as you want with these things, though. I mean, the neon greens and the oranges and everything, you can do whatever you want with them. I don't know if people realize this, but Matthews has one of the most advanced websites you can get for building a bow. It is literally unreal. I've seen yep. nothing like it in the industry. You go through specs, riser, limb strings, cable serving, all the way through. Everything can be customized. Now they don't sell it to you direct, but they're going to send. They're going to have it sent to a, a local rep, and then they can, you know, you could buy it through them, but they'll build it to the exact way you want it, For which sure. is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and their stabilizers are cool too. So they do have their own accessories. And the thing about Matthews that's special is that Matt's been doing it for a very long time. He's always had a top-notch bow, you know, and and, and they've never done anything wrong, in my opinion. Um, I think they've done a lot of great stuff over the years and a lot of cool inventions. I love the helium. I love the concept of a balloon holding up the bow. I thought that was genius um, yep. <laughs> to show how light it was. Yep, I mean, it was sure. really some really cool marketing stuff they've done over the years. And they've worked with great companies and great shows. They've really done the right stuff. I'm not going to lie. They've put, they put together... Uh, a company based on a lot of great business moves and um, and they made a great product. Yep. And lastly, I did say that before, but I forgot about this too. When you shoot this bow, like you could have no stabilizers, no dampening on or nothing. There is literally absolutely zero hand shock. 
This thing, I would agree. This bow yep. is second to none when it comes to hand shock, and it you don't even almost feel like the bow goes off. It's that silent that you know no vibrations to it. So that was my yep. that was my selling point to it as well. My, I think uh, so for us now since we've done the reviews um, on those bows the, the, for. The, the next step for us, the most logical step is the TX5. I definitely get my hands on this thing. It looks sweet. I want to put this thing through the paces. Maybe the Traverse. These are two we haven't actually done yet. We did do the Tactic, and that was a great boat at that price point. I mean, really, if you can't afford a lot, that is a great option um, for an archer who still wants a Matthews bow. It okay. is literally a nice, nice bow. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, let's move on here. Um, next one on the list is Expedition, the Mako series. And I have I don't know hardly anything about Expedition, so that's why I wanted to pick your brain on it. So take it from there. I mean, let's uh, yeah. let's hear about these bows. Look out. Expedition's <laughs> amazing. Uh, one, Expedition came out a few years back. Uh, it was owned by a company in South Dakota. Um, and, uh, you know, we started working with them back then a little bit. And they, at the one time, they had the same designer's obsession, uh, Kevin Struther. And I think uh, some of that has changed now. I think Kevin still does work for Expedition. I'm not 100% sure, but I know he doesn't work for Obsession anymore. I don't know what happened there, but um, none of my business. But so the designs were kind of similar, is my point here. So at one point, you had Obsession Bows having a design that's pretty similar to an Expedition. Um, some differences, but there was a lot of similarities, and people would always think they're sister companies when actually they were not. Uh, but that was kind of the reason behind that. So for a few years there, uh, you had that going on. Now it's just, you know, Expedition's got their own design. Uh, Obsession has completely changed, and I actually we just reviewed one of those last night, and it was un- unbelievable as well. But uh, going to Expedition, uh, this bow is a great shooting bow, and they, they put these um, – uh, cages in it now and the cages came back a while ago i think elite started the cage concept yep. um and it, it was always a great concept once we saw it originally people were like i don't know about this but really it's done a lot to rise with design and structure and strength and uh, so a lot of companies are doing it now you'll see in tons of different from pse to matthews to everybody's doing some sort of um, cage in there um so anyway with this with this uh Expedition is now owned by another owner. So it got sold from the South Dakota guys who owned it before a new guy bought it. Uh, Chris Cobbett now is part part, you know, one of the guys running expedition now, Chris is a great guy. And uh, he's really done a great job this year with this bow. It looks amazing. This MX 16 and 15, these both look absolutely incredible looking bows. They shoot great. They have a great grip, great draw cycle. Um, so they're a contender. There's no doubt about it. They're the same price as a Matthew. So this is the, this is one of those examples of rising companies coming up, people have to make decisions. Do I want the standard, which would be a premium Matthews, or do I want to try something different just because I want to try it, right? right? You're not going to really always a Matthews guy to something new. No doubt about it. That's not going to happen. But some guys are out there saying, you know what? I just want to try something different. I want to – so this is where companies like Expedition, Obsession, Elite, they start to fill that void, right, for people who want to try something new. Um but it's a great bow. Honestly, it's a great bow. They offer some great options. Um, again, 1099, uh, 26 and 31 inch draw length, 348 to 352 uh, feet per second. So it's 4.2 pounds. It's quick. It's light. Um, they got a lot of good things going for it. And again, it's you know 80% let off. So it's it's a great solid bow. And, uh, um, and again, if you look at this bow, you have thinner limbs. You have longer limbs than like say a Matthews. They're not like a thick short limb. Um, and you have basically 
a really cool looking riser that from the side looks like it's just one like a 2d and then you turn it you're like whoa this thing yep. really just explodes in these cool moves and grooves and <laughs> for sure <laughs> it looks good it's a good looking bow and and the colors it comes in it says that real tree timber real tree edge real tree escape uh molten black tactical sand and ops green so they do offer some good colors good camel patterns um yeah, and it looks like this bow here, it, you can get it in camo, riser, and black limbs, and I'm a sucker for that. I like that. Yeah, so. oh, yeah. They got a lot of customization as well. I'm sure they can do even more stuff. They probably just don't label everything. Yep, and that's the but, MX-16, you know, correct, you were talking about? Yep. Okay, yep. yep. So that's, yeah, so, it's a good we haven't bow. Reviewed, yeah, we haven't reviewed the others yet. There's the 15, which we're going to work on getting our hands on coming up, and then they also have this DLX, this uh, Escape um so there's definitely some stuff that we're going to try to play with talk to chris this year and get working on but you know it, it it's a great bow and they had the mako last year we had that in the field with a couple of guys who were using it on the team they loved it uh super fast and one of the things you'll notice about these bows is when you fire and you'll you'll know this right away when it happens and it happens it does happen on the matthews too so you're, you're used to it now but when you shoot on these bows you feel a lot of power and then all of a sudden you fire and you notice that the arrow hits the target long before you feel like you fired so right. it's like unbelievable feeling it's just like it's this quick punch you know and, and um expedition obsession both have had that since i remember starting just that quick punch no questions asked dead flight you know boom it's just and i I'm, you know it, it says a lot you know what i mean it says a For lot sure. they're very high performance yep all right let's move on here let's go to hoyt now hoyt is something i you know, I pay attention to what Hoyt's doing from afar, but I don't really dive into the weeds on this. But let's uh, let's get into their first bow here. Did, you did the Carbon Arc Four Alpha series, correct? Yeah, we did. Um, let's see. I gotta make sure I get these right. I think we did the Ultra and the Turbo. Okay, so we let's, didn't do the Alpha. Okay, let's do the Arc Four Ultra then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Ultra is like okay. So I guess you can explain the Ultra like by saying. It's basically the standard at 30, uh, 34-inch axle-axle, but 6 and 3-quarter brace height, 4.1 pounds. So, again, for carbon, it's on the lighter end, obviously, because it's carbon. Uh, price point, though, $17.50, so it definitely has a huge Crazy. number behind it. Um, but, again, this is not for everybody. This is going to be for the guy who has a lot of money or doesn't care. Like, okay, I mean, we have to put this in the perspective of it's your hobby. Okay. Yeah. So if you're a golfer, you're spending six, $7,000, a thousand dollars a year on a club, one club, you're going to golf, right? Golf's expensive. Archery is pretty cheap to shoot compared to golf, right? Yeah, if you want to do sure. a hole or whatever, I'm just saying it could be tennis. It could be pickleball. It could be anything. Yeah. If you have a passion for something, you love it. You're going to spend money on it. No doubt about it. Now, that being said, any of these carbon bows Hoyt has done could last you a lifetime. I mean, you don't have to buy a new one every couple of years. You can if you're into it, right? Um, my recommendation to anybody for any bow is sell it every two years and get a new one because mm-hmm. the technology changes so rapidly and you don't lose a ton of costs on reselling no. your old one used. So you're better off just keep upgrading. I mean, I would never keep no point, you know. Right. Strings can rot. Things get, you know, forget that. Um so, th- again, this bow was a very good shooting bow, uh, very smooth. Hoyt has a lot going for it when it comes to bows. They have a lot of history over 80 years, and they – they what I like about Hoyt is they get on something, and they don't just walk away from it. They stick to it, and you can see that in the riser designs for these and their other bows. They kind of have been sticking to this for a long time. They haven't fully w- went away from the designs you're seeing. You see some changes for sure, but – 
it, there's still that same feel to it, you know, yeah. like, like a Matthews has not done that. Matthews has changed. They went from a honeycomb, right. To like this whole new looking riser, you know, so they have made progressive changes in their mind to, to make a better bow, what they believe is a better bow. And a solo Hoyt, cam and, to a, like a dual cam too. I mean, correct, they were correct. They've done solo a lot cam of forever. Yeah. Whereas Hoyt has had the same cam system for a very long time. And, but it's proven and it worked. And so why would you change it? Right. So I think these are some of those things that you, you run into with them, you know, it's like, okay, why did you do this? Or how'd you do that? I think that's part of that. Um, I also think that when you look at hunting bows, the carbon um, is a great option if you can afford it. It, It's warms the touch. It is light. It is easy to maneuver. It doesn't make sounds like a metal would. So if you hit it on a tree branch, you hit your release on it, it's a dampening sound, not like a loud high pitch. So there's a lot of advantage to this. And again, 3.9 pounds on the, the Alpha is 3.9 pounds. So it's super, super light. And what happens there, and we talk about a lot in our podcast and on the show, is you, when you have a lighter bow, you can offset that with heavier accessories. So if you have a HHA optimizer who's super big and it's got like, it's a little bit heavier than like, let's say a little carbon, you know, uh, tiny sight, you can offset that weight. So you're not overly having tons of weight in your bow and maybe you can get rid of a stabilizer. Now you might have to add one, right? So there's a couple ways to look at it, I guess, from a perspective of the weight. So this, you know, you don't have to have a light bow, like a Matthews 4.4, 4.5, that's fine. And then maybe you cut back on your sight and do a little bit smaller sight. So you can always self-level these things. It just comes down to how you uh, what you really want in a bow, or do you really want a nine pound bow after you add all that stuff on, you know, right. everybody's different. You know, you might be stronger than me. So for you, it might not be a big deal. You're like, I like a heavy bow. I don't want a super light bow. So. Yep. And this, Anyhow. this bow comes in at 34 axle to axle, 34 inches. To me, that's long. Like that's a big yes. bow. Cause I'm, I'm more of that 30 inch, 31 inch. That's where my wheelhouse is. So that's a I pretty long bow. It, it, for me, I agree. I'm a 31 as well. It's my favorite number. And 28, I told you in some aspects. So I'm big into the 28, 30, and in, in, uh, um, in the um, 31. I'm good with that area. Now, the Alpha Series is 29 and a half. So I think that's where you get to the short gotcha. carbon bow. If that's okay. what people need. I didn't shoot that one personally yet, and I would love to, but I didn't get it. So that, that was one that would be great. Now, if we move to the Turbo, what I would suggest on the Turbo is – First off, the, the Ultra is more like your standard shooting bow. So it feels great, great back wall, all that. Turbo is a little bit harder to draw, but this bow is so powerful. Like, literally, I was blown oh, away. Yeah. This one's it jumps up to 350 feet per second, too. <laughs> it, 350, now, okay, now keep in mind, 350 feet per second based on the way they do their, their speed tests, which is, I believe, a 30-inch draw. Um, there's some other, I don't know the weights, I mean, it's not the as ours so with ours we ran a speed test of a 350 green arrow 29 inches of draw and 70 pounds this bow was flat out shooting 330 feet per second that's unbelievable that's That's a hunting arrow yeah it was so fast i couldn't believe it when i shot this bow i was like blown away by the power now again look at the axle axle on this one at 31 but look at the brace height right little brace height yep that's what happens when we talk about speed and power and you know you're getting so this is a good middle bow for people i would definitely if you if you like power this bow is literally awesome no doubt about it if you're looking for speed and you're a hunter and you got to have speed your speed's your big thing this would be it but if you're gonna get a hoyt and speed's not your thing i would absolutely look at the alpha series 
in the ultra series is my opinion they're a little bit smoother and that's why i said that yeah so the turbo just to run down some specs 350 feet per second 31 inch axle axle five and seven eighths brace height so that's that's a little brace height to me um and four pounds you know that's that's what the bow is total weight with nothing on it and it's yep. uh msrp is 1749 so it's that's a pricey bow very um, pricey yeah yep, you're it, gonna pay yeah for sure and that's i mean that's the standard with Hoyt though, you know, they've always been a little more pricey. And then I don't know if we, we touched on it with the alpha, but the bow we did before it's, um, 342 feet per second, uh, 29 and oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. So this is the alpha. We did the ultra first. So, uh, let me go back here. I don't want to mix everybody up. So let's do the ultra one, 334 feet per second, 34 inches of actual axle, six and three quarters and brace height and 4.1 pounds. So, to me, that's a long bow. I I, I wouldn't yep. shoot that bow because it just it feels so long to me. Um, that's just my personal preference, though. So if if we if to, to be fair to Hoyt in a couple of categories here, if we move to aluminum, they have that same series. They have Ultra, Alpha, and Turbo all in the aluminum series. So the price point is in line with what you see from Matthews and other guys. So if you want to go, but I haven't shot these, so I can't really speak to them just yet. One of the things I talked to Hoyt about this year was I, I want part of the, what we want to do with them is that we want to review all these bows, not just these, not just the carbon, but the aluminum and the cheaper bows all the way down. Yep. Because it's important for us to try to bring to the, to the consumer, everything they want to find, right? If they want to find a $400 bow, they got to have that option, right? I don't want to just show them a premium bow every time. Because, you know, let's face it, people can't afford certain things. So it's, you know, you got to try to go across the spectrum. So I'm hoping we get to at least get these aluminums in sooner than later so we can at least give a better feel of apples to apples when you're talking about a Matthews to a Hoy. The best you can, you know, it's not going to be perfect. But um, but anyway, and and real quick, I'll throw this in there. We went to Hoyt this year. Hoyt invited us. We stopped in Hoyt and did a podcast live in their building with them. And it was an incredible experience. They talked about the pricing. We brought it up because we didn't shy away from hard questions and they, and, and they answered them, you know, and it's, it's all on our podcast. You can listen to it, but they, they answered why a premium carbon bow costs so much and why, you know, you can get an aluminum and why that costs what it does. And I'll be honest, I watched how they make the bows, uh, especially the aluminum. It starts in this huge brick. It comes all the way down to this beautiful riser that you see. And so to me, it's worth every penny you're seeing when you see these numbers because yeah. it is an incredible process, a lot of work, a lot of machines moving. And I, I know manufacturing is kind of my background, so it's not cheap to run stuff like that. So I completely understand from their perspective and carbon and carbon tube and all that stuff is a whole different level of cost. For so sure. if, if you need it, they offer it. If you don't, then go with the aluminum. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, I really hate to cut this off because I know you've got some obligations to get to as well. And we covered four bows today. So I think we need to get on again and, and do some more. I know some people wrote in they want to hear about the elites and the oh, BSC. Elites. Yep. So I know there's oh. some more bows that we need to cover. So I think we're going to cut her off here and uh, yeah, we'll jump cool. on this again and we'll cover the rest of them. So how's that sound? That'll work. I'll have some more for you guys, too. Next time I come back, we can do the Elite, the PSC. I'll have Obsession now, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a few more right here after ATA. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on and doing this in short notice, and and, uh, let's stay in touch, and let's do this again, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. All right, there it is. I mean, there's a lot of information in about 45 minutes right here, but I wanted to have Dave on because these guys – year in and year out they get these bows from these companies and they go through these things with a fine tooth comb and i really enjoy talking to these guys and they're in the business of 
putting out unbiased information to everybody out there so they can have a good review and figure out where their money's going to go and what bow they want to get. These bows are not cheap. So they're trying to do the best they can to get the information out there. And that's why I wanted to go to these guys. We started with these first four bow companies, but we are going to do another podcast and cover a whole other section of these companies, maybe Prime and Obsession, PSC, Elite, companies like that. We want to we want to get everything out there that we can. So I want to thank Dave for coming on and doing this. And please, everybody, go out there and leave a five-star rating to the podcast. Thank you for supporting it. And we'll talk to you next week.